You are now tuned in to Music, Men, and My Mental with your host, C. Devone, tackling all things career, relationship, and your overall health. Trifecta. Let's get to it. Let's start the show. All right. Hello, hello, hello. And thank you for tuning in to Music, Men, and My Mental. I am C. Devone, your host. Today is super special. I got a lovely, lovely guest today. And his name is Isaiah Michael Joyner. And uh, I can go into you, but you can go into yourself probably a little bit better than I can. But I will say... I want to hear you go into Okay, I'll let you go. (laughs) So he is the host of How to Juggle the Struggle. It is a podcast that is the millennials... um, survival guide to thriving and not surviving on top of like he gives you Ayala, he gives you Oprah, he gives you Deepak. <laughs> like I actually was like, I'm gonna bring my pen and my paper today because I'm going to take notes. His podcast will get you through, will get you motivated, pumped up, inspired, but also just like, yes, yes, I appreciate that. So um but also your entrepreneur, yes. like we're gonna go into all of that. But um Introduce yourself. So, as you said, I'm Isaiah Michael Joyner, and thank you for always including my middle name. I I must go by three names. So, Isaiah, <laughs> Isaiah Michael Joyner. Are, are you just a person who likes threes? Because I love threes. I well, have to I, everything in threes. I like my initials. I just like my initials, IMJ. I sign everything off okay. with IMJ. Mm-hmm. And so, it's just because I think I'm that grand. So, okay. IMJ <laughs> is, but Isaiah Michael Joyner, and I am the founder of Reserve Concierge. It is a corporate event and gifting solutions company. What does that mean? That means that I am the person behind a lot of magic that people receive or experience firsthand. Magic that you <laughs> receive or experience yourself? Firsthand. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and so I have been in business for eight years. I've created magic for the US Ooh. Open, um, BT, Essence, Own, Viacom, a, bu- a bunch of other Viacom companies like, such as VH1. Mm-hmm. BuzzFeed, the list goes on. Okay, um, yes. And so I literally am, I'm a hustler. That man, you are juggling it yourself. I'm juggling it okay. for sure, indeed. So how did you come up with this, the podcast? I mean, it's, I mean, the whole, you know, the, the theme of the show is all about this trifecta of your balancing your career, yeah. your relationships, and your overall health, mental health, et cetera. And you are all about this you know, juggling this struggle. So this struggle, what is this struggle to you? The struggle to me, so answer to your first question, mm-hmm. how I came up with the podcast mm-hmm. was because there was a lot of struggling going on, right? Oh, right. <laughs> and I realized that the struggling was going on, not just internally for myself okay. and mentally, but also the struggling that um, I would hear from so many others, right? Right. People struggling and just everyday life, um, especially for those millennials who live here in New York City. We know mm-hmm. that struggle, right? Right. And so the podcast came out of me being still and hearing God's voice. Okay. And him telling me to do that. Um, I fought it for a minute. I heard mm-hmm. it from other people, but it wasn't until I heard his voice that I surrendered and said, yes, I'll do it. Um, and to answer your second question, when it comes to like, just- We the praise hands for that. <laughs> surrendered and then we just came. Okay. I'm learning about surrendering. Um, mm-hmm. And then secondly to that, when I- what I realized the importance of it to answer your other question about just the struggle, mm-hmm. um, it comes out of my struggle, right? And right. what that struggle is. And I know that if I share what, my, what I'm dealing with and how I struggle, um, 
then I understand that it will empower somebody else to deal with their struggle. Absolutely. Uh, moreover, it will be therapeutic for me to get through what I'm going through if uh-huh. I share. You know? the, and that's why we're here. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly why we're here. Because sometimes you're dealing with things and you actually can help other people in the process. Some people are like, well, you can't give advice because, you know, you're dealing with that same problem. Totally. But sometimes you can deal with it together or my experience can help you deal with yours. I always say that you can't, um, it's deadly to keep your mouth closed. Okay. And especially in, when you're on your journey, I don't, you know, I told somebody, I was talking to somebody yesterday and they were like, oh, when we get through this, we can, we can tell this. And I said, no, I don't want to, when we get through this, mm-hmm. Let's talk about what, while we're going through it, mm-hmm. right? And because I believe that if you talk about what you're going through, as transparent as you are, my friends always say, they're like, Isaiah, one thing we know for a fact is when you make it rich, right? When you make it, make it, one, there's two things we know about you. One, people are always going to be like, well, that was always him, right? Because that was just my taste uh-huh, level. But uh-huh. secondly, they were like- That was my taste level. <laughs> <laughs> that was my I taste like level. It. But then secondly, they're going to always say that there was no- he didn't, he just, he didn't change the way he was, right? Mm-hmm. I was completely who I was the whole time. And I shared the ups, the downs, the not so um, beautiful moments. Um, I was transparent, right? And so I believe in being transparent in the journey and where you are. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean sharing everything, right? Right. Or it doesn't mean sharing with everyone, mm-hmm. but you must share. Absolutely. So uh, getting to this, how to juggle the struggle, you have these PowerPoints, yeah. right? Is that what we call it? Three power, points of power. Three points of power. And uh, you, they're so amazing. Thanks. But when you like really narrow down how your guide to how you juggle the struggle, mm-hmm. go into those uh, points of power for that. So I'm a church kid, right? I was born mm-hmm. and raised in the church, still go to church. Um, and... I started realizing when I was coming up with the podcast that some of the most powerful um, sermons that I had heard and retained were from ministers who were able to get three points. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the new school of um, theology that they at seminary school that they, but I right. was like, oh, I'm taking this, right? Mm-hmm. And I realized that three points allows you to um, walk away with, oh, I got this, right? I know this. Okay. And so, my three points, they, they change depending on the situation, right? right? That's why I give three different points each podcast, right? That I'm by myself and I interviewing a guest or I allow guests to give their three. Um, but to juggle the struggle and the three that I can always give top line mm-hmm. that always are applicable. Um, the first one is that you are enough. Mm. I like that. Simple. You are enough. Um we fight that a lot, especially as black people. Uh-huh. Oh, am I good enough? Or am I worth having? Right. Or can I actually tell them I cost this? Mm-hmm. If you're good at what you do, then you are enough. Absolutely. Right? You That's enough. the You are enough in all situations, right? And even in your lowest moments, you are enough. Why? Because you are equipped and you are a child of the king, right? So you're enough. Okay. Point two would always be that the best is yet to come. Okay. No matter what the situation is, it sounds cliche, but the best is always, I end every podcast with the best is yet to come, right? I like that. Because sincerely, I believe it on this Mm -hmm. earth and next, right? Mm -hmm. The best is yet to come. And then the third point that is always applicable to any time that you are in something is that if you remain calm, then all will work out well. 
Yes. Talk about that briefly, because you went into like, you know, people going into like this frantic, this frenzy. And you were like, that's kind of like that's how you start to, you know, oh, juggle yeah. the struggle. Because if you walk into a place and you were talking about like a person and I have been this person, I come and I'm like, I just got a new place. My dog died. I just broke up with this guy, <laughs> whatever. And it's like you're thinking you're sharing and you're just like, how, you know, how's your day, girl? And you just yeah. go into it. And it's like you're actually just like this, you know, frantic person right. who's just all over. And everyone's like, oh, and they're exhausted by hanging with you. Totally. You, you wear know, down the room. You you're, wear them out. You, you're talking about one of the most recent episodes, episode, um, I think it was 30, like how you're juggling. Right. Mm -hmm. And I talk about how. um it's easy to talk about. Like, even when I first walked in here, I, mm -hmm. I went into, oof, right? right? And I had to check myself to the then to tell myself, wait, hold up, stop complaining because mm -hmm. I'm happy to talk about the clients, right? Because if I had no clients, I would have much not to talk okay. about, right? Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of times we are so, it's engraved in us to complain. Right. It is, it is, mm -hmm. it's actually, we feel it's our birthright to complain, right? right. And to walk into a space and really just like, vomit everything that you're going through and put on right. somebody and weigh somebody down. So when I talk about like, when you talk about juggling and how you're juggling and how important it is to juggle and juggle efficiently and juggle positively, mm -hmm. it's key. Mm -hmm. And so I always, so I was talking about on that podcast um, in particular of how, how many people who have prayed to God and asked God for the job, the family, right. the, the career, like whatever it is. Right. The man, and then the, whatever the, the man, money. whatever. And then when they have it all, they complain about it. Right. right. And He's so <laughs> they're, and, and then just people, and then just also people being consistent. Right. Like I talked about how we say often, um, Ooh, we're just so booked and busy. Right. Right. Uh -huh. And how we use that as a, Honestly, we use that that colloquialism and just keep saying, oh, we're booked and busy because it sounds good. It's catchy, mm -hmm. right? But at the end of the day, if we're dropping commitments, mm -hmm. if we're not being able to return calls, right. if we're not being able to be great friends, mm -hmm. um, then what? how blessed are you? Right, and, and it wasn't created for that. It wasn't it was created, created for that, right? To, you know, someone thriving and really, you know, glowing up in their career, Absolutely. but also not. And I'm a big person. I don't want, like, you know, we had a conversation and I'm like, you know, so busy, but you know what? We'll make time for this. Yeah. Let's do this. You know, because this is why I'm dressed like I am right now. Right. Right. Because <laughs> I share with you when I came in, I literally went to the gym this morning, right. had an IM call. Okay. And then I realized I was like, oh, I got to be there. Right. Mm -hmm. I hopped on the train and mm -hmm. I was like, I have no time to do anything. But it's and about you still smell good. That's all that matters. <laughs> like, you know, just throw a little cologne on it. That's okay. just taste level. That's just good. That's a good cologne. But I will tell you that it's about commitment. Right. right. And mm -hmm. so for me, I knew that if I committed to this date and time, Mm -hmm. come hell or high water, whatever else I have going on, as many emails that I have right now to respond to clients, right. it was a part of my commitment because it's about me juggling. And then you water yourself down because then you're the person that's like, you're just unavailable, like you're unapproachable, like you really do have to bounce out a little bit better when you are so busy or, you know, or ask for the help to say, listen, you know, or, or, or pad yourself the time. Pad yourself the you time. you know that you are busy, like, Hey, you know what? 11 is fine. I'm going to move that to 12 and yeah. I'm going to even because then you'll psych yourself out. So that's maybe just little strategies for that. Totally. But yes, being I actually dating wise, if you say like you're busy, that's like a, a deal breaker. for Yeah, me. it's a big deal. breaker. And as I always say there's a difference between being busy and fruitful. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be busy. Mm -hmm. Busy is insanity to me. 
So mm-hmm. when somebody's like, oh, I'm just so busy, you keep that busyness. Keep it. I'm fruitful. Uh-huh. Because that means that I can do one or two things throughout the day, right? And nothing else. Right. But if it produces something and it pours into someone else, mm-hmm. that's what I want. That's, that's Busy could be, oh my God, I just keep sending out emails but getting no return, no response. Absolutely. Busy could be, oh my God, I continuously have called every person mm-hmm. and I've done X, Y, Z and I've done that. But at the end of the day, you feel depleted when you're done. When I'm done right. for what I'm doing... I feel fulfilled. And then, this is funny, it brought up another point. Some people do that, and then they feel like they don't deserve like a lot of things. Like They feel like they don't deserve to give themselves uh, gifts and things like that because they're so busy and nothing's coming in. They're just working, 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 and now they feel like they don't deserve. So they're not balancing it out because all they're doing is just working and not necessarily um, feeding themselves like totally. mentally or physically or just the things that they like to it's, make themselves feel good. It's not a holistic approach to living. That's what right. I would say. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to some other stuff. I like the I like these. <laughs> we're we're diving into things too. Um, I don't know which one I want to go to first, but that Lima Rita story, mm. I had to pull over in my whole car because it hit me. I think I called you. I called oh, you yeah. and I said, "Listen, this is it." You, I mean, besides that, his voice is so soothing, and he's got the you know the spiritual TD thing going on. You know, <laughs> like. Can you go into this Lima Rita story? So Crystal's referring to um, an episode. Actually, I think it's probably one of the first or second. It's probably the second, third episode right. I did. Um, and I was sharing at a moment in my life where I lived in Harlem. And I was, you know, my money, I said, as I said, my money was funny and my change was strange. Was broke. I was okay. broke, right? <laughs> and, at, and I remember I had a... Whatever I could do, whenever I had no money, I was like, the one thing I will do is entertain, right? I had a great apartment, and I was like, everybody come over. A bunch of people came over. Um, well, the good thing, the funny part about it is he was like, uh-huh. this is how I would get liquor in my house. Because oh, yeah. like, I would be like, hey, come over. Everyone bring something. And then you have a bunch of stuff just left over and from left, more exactly. parties and more parties. And, and, exactly. And there was a few things. There were a few things that I remember somebody leaving. And it was my dear friend. She was with me. Uh, she stayed over. And there was... Chateau Diane and and those who drink they will know that that is like the cheap of the cheap no taste level and then the, no taste level and then noted guys do not bring that over no, to it's somebody's corner, house it's party. corner store is 6% volume and I look at the volume and so especially with wine and then and it was a bag of lime maritas and I at the time I wasn't shading lime maritas cuz I prior to me you know um, mm-hmm. elevating my taste level. A Lamarita was like the go-to, it. right? It was quick, cheap, whatever. Right, so you wake up, you have wake this up. huge party in your house. Everybody's there, people waking up. And then you realize there's only like two things left there's two in this things house. There's no left. food, there's nothing. We ain't got no money. Boom, and we see these two trashy drinks that you're like. There's a bag of Lamaritas mm-hmm. on the... Um, there's a bag of Lamaritas on the counter. And the funny thing is that I was sharing on this when I shared the story originally that... Lime readers, you go to the corner store and get, right? right? But this particular person actually went to the grocery store near my house. And so they left the bag with the limeritas, with the receipt. And that morning we woke up, my friend and I, um, everybody was gone. And we we're like, I was like, girl, what are we going to eat? And she was like, I don't know. She was like, oh my God, I go to the kitchen, go to the refrigerator, <laughs> see there's nothing there. I'm like, it's okay. nothing. I turn around and I look and it was one of those moments like, girl, it's nothing there. She and I were talking and I was like, wait. There's some limeritas here. 
she looks at me and she was like, and I said this, you always have to have someone who is down for the cause, right? Right, With right. You. And she said, well, shit, did he leave a receipt? Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me check. They did. <laughs> Long and short, it sounds crazy, but we were able, who knew that Lima readers cost that much, but it was, I believe, $13 that it we were able to return. So we got a pack of bacon, we got eggs, yes. and like two rolls. Mm-hmm. And we made breakfast. And I, I share that story always because I'm always like, God makes a way. Right. 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 And so one, God always will make a way. But two, we also have to realize that the ways that are being made mm-hmm. are right in front of us mm-hmm. and that we always have enough. Right. Mm-hmm. And so as I shared, I looked at those lima readers. I knew that was not going to be breakfast, mm-hmm. but I was able to figure it out and say, yeah, listen, he provided it. I'm going to turn this into breakfast. Right. And so also not like it was something that was like, oh, my gosh, why does someone even bring this to my house? Yeah, this is trashy. Like, let's just just throw it away or let's just keep it for the next party. Mm-hmm. Opposed to really just looking, you know, you looked at it through a, a, a different lens, a different lens. And it just changed and the whole day just went up from there. Life is about being resourceful. One more time. Life is about being resourceful. And if you've gone to college, you know about like, listen, limited resources, you make it work, right? Ramen noodles. I have made some udon. (laughs) I have hooked it up, you know? You are probably a chef de cuisine of, you know, ramen noodles. You know, you got it. Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) So this goes into another one. Um, you know, being resourceful, having a different lens, but exceeding expectations. I love, oh, I mean, that's my favorite Bible verse as well, but like- I will do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ever ask for, right? Isn't that powerful? Yes. This guy, I love you. But go into those points that you went into that. um, Exceeding expectations. I said that this year was my year of exceeding expectations. Mm -hmm. And because I believe that, because it is written on my- um, written board. I don't even call it a vision board anymore. I call it a written board because I believe in writing it, right? Okay. And so I've been So not just putting visual elements, like actually like writing out writing it because that thirty thousand dollar check that you got from one yeah. or you know writing it out. Because it says in the book, write the vision, make it plain. Right? Just write the vision, make it plain. I talked about this recently to friends. Doesn't mean I want to be a millionaire and I will be um, the first black doctor. It doesn't mean all that. What it just means is I am bound for success. Okay. I am grateful. Mm -hmm. Simple words. Like some of the most powerful sentences are three words. It is well. All is well. Mm. I am love. Whatever, right? Right. So I just back. I wrote. I wrote it down. Right. Exceed expectations. Twenty nineteen. I will exceed expectations. And I, when I wrote it, I meant that I will exceed my expectations. Mm-hmm. The limited expectations that I had on myself, I was going. I was flushing them down the toilet, mm-hmm. and I was going to exceed those limited expectations. And then I was going to exceed the expectations that people put on myself. Okay. And that's the one. A lot of times we have trouble with mm. from our parents. What do you mean you own a business and you stay at home with your mama? What do you mean by that, right? Mm-hmm. From friends, oh, well, I remember when you used to do this or you used to, oh, you used to come here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And from significant, whatever that is. But and they exceeded. go into everything and you used to look like yeah. this when you had this. But yeah. that's because people don't divorce who you used to be. Ooh. They're still married to it, right? So, yes. And there will be some people who will be married to that thought for the rest of your life. Right. You will be a multimillionaire and they will still think that you was the $2 hoe who had no money. You know oh. what I'm saying? Divorce Ooh, that. Child. You know what I mean? I don't want people to, I don't want, ever want anybody in my court who is married to who Isaiah was. Mm-hmm. 
Right. I am not a two dollar hoe. <laughs> <laughs> I am a five dollar hoe. Exactly. Now. Moved on up. I'm the limit. Just kidding. But we have to exceed expectations. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing is this. I um we have to escape the limits. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we limit ourselves. We limit what we can do. We limit our possibilities. Mm-hmm. We have to escape the limits. And then we also have to make sure that we go above and beyond. Mm-hmm. And these are not my three points within that, right. but just a part of exceeding expectation. I thought about something the other day and I was like, oh, I want to do this, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, this would be, how great would this be to do, um, I'm a concierge, right? I have a concierge business. How, do, how dope would that be to have a concierge service down at festival? And I used to have this at festival, right? Mm-hmm. Started for Essence, for their VIPs. But then I was like, cool, I moved on and I've been doing bigger things, right? But I was like, how dope would it be? I'm already going to be down there for a client, right? Mm-hmm. To then simultaneously, because I believe in seven revenue streams, right? Seven, seven revenue says it streams. in the book, seven revenue streams, mm-hmm. says it in the word, but I believe in it. And so I said, well, how dope would it be in the ninth inning to just come up with a virtual concierge program for these executives and people who have coins, dollars rather, and who want to spend mm-hmm. and need to navigate the festival weekend, right? Mm-hmm. And then this is something that could live on. I already do it for the open, as you know. Mm-hmm. So then I can take this from multiple big events in the country, right? I thought about it, but then today there's already an email that's getting ready to go out with the format. I got the graphic designer that did it. It's the whole nine, right? Mm-hmm. The pat, like the membership and everything. And I executed on it. If I get one to two clients, I made another few dollars, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I'm looking at myself like, shit. I didn't know why, I didn't even know I had it in me until I told myself that I was going to do it. Ooh, and I think that's the for thing. A lot of, for the people in the back. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we don't know what we have in, in us mm-hmm. until we it presents, the opportunity presents itself mm-hmm. to do it. Absolutely. So for me, I was like, I'm going to exceed expectations. I'm going to actually go ahead and I'm going to create this program, right? Anything that I want for 2019 and beyond is for the taken. Oh, I am not. And there's I'm something, I'm and I'm telling you, <laughs> and then those who had those expectations on me, I even start hearing them say, wow, Zay, you really, there's a lot of, a lot's going on for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, something's different. I'm exceeding my expectations and I'm also limiting yours. Ooh. Period. So the next time whoever's listening and watching whatever, you wonder if you can do it, you can. You can. And you will find out that the things that you have within, within you that you never knew that you had, mm-hmm. you won't be able to birth those things until you get ready to exceed your expectations. Ooh, That's a word. I love it. So, you know, and this is a segue into, uh, you talked about return of investment, like the ROI. Mm. Like we all, everyone says it in business and marketing, but you were talking about for yourself. Oh yeah. For real. So now that you've that. That's part of that mental health too. Mm, Yes. Go into that. Return on investment is just important. We invest in too much overall, right? We invest in things we don't need. Mm-hmm. People who don't serve us, mm-hmm. um, situations Ooh. that are lackluster. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting clear about what I'm investing in, right? And so I say all how the time. Do you, how, how can you see what that looks like? Do you have to just sit down and do an evaluation or you just see what's not making you money? Like, what does that look like? How do you feel? Mm. I go off a of feeling. If I'm spending too we're much, we're the same sign. I feel like yes. we're just very feely. Like I, I we're feel like, it. I mm, that don't feel good. Right. Can't do it. Can't but do the it. thing is, this: if you're in tune to yourself mm-hmm. and into your higher self, we know those feelings, right? We know that where it's like, oof, 
that's like going and sitting down at the di- like the table at the restaurant and spending and putting two hundred dollars down, but knowing that you could be putting two hundred dollars towards your credit card. Mm-hmm. I that's I'm the perfect I'm the perfect example of that. Listen, but I'm, t- I'm getting so clear now on what I'm putting out and what I'm getting in return. And I realize a lot of times we're so for the good time, right? For the good time, right? And it's temporary. It's temporary. Mm-hmm. So right now, for me, any relationship, any situation, any experience, I have to ask myself, well, what's the return on this? For me to show up to the person's birthday party, but they don't give a damn about if I'm eating at night or sleeping well, why am I going? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me to call somebody just to say, hey, girl, what's up? But know that she's not going to ever return that call when mm-hmm. I'm down and out. Why mm-hmm. am I calling? The return on investment has to be your worth your while. And I, I think people, it's simple. It's just not about business, but it's about personal. Mm-hmm. And worth your your mental space. Oof. You got to check that, right? So, and you have to do a lot of mental work. So a lot of times we are, if I know somebody's going to wear me out and I know the return on me calling her is going to take me out or call, <laughs> t- call like, or take me out from right. talking to him, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I'm a bad person. It just means that I love myself. And I'm owning what the return will be. And if I know right. the return is not going to be what I need, I'm not doing it. Okay. But that's twofold too. We have to make sure we're returning what people are investing in us too. And it's not always money. It's not always no. they can be something. That it's person not, it's is just super reliable. Time, or energy. Like energy. They make you feel good. There's people who like always late. They never got no money. But when they're there, they make you feel really good. Yeah. You know, even though you're a little pissed off sometimes, but you're like... Wow, this person's really good. Like it could be something. It's got something. It's the heart matter, right? Mm-hmm. You I always say you gotta. It's the heart of the matter. What does the heart feel? Mm-hmm. And if the heart feels and understands that this person, damn, she gets on my nerve. Or I know she's gonna try to itemize this bill that just came out at the table, and we're like, girl, <laughs> let's just pay it, whatever. Like, but if she, if you feel great day. and your heart feels good when you're around that person, then that. But always, again, feeling. Go back to the heart. Feeling of the heart with the ROI. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a, a album, right? Or like know. a song. Feeling I, of the heart. It's something. It's a lyric, I think. It's a little Dang. long for Dang. an album. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is my my last thing you said is um, undeniable truth. Yeah. That I was like, oh, mm. let's go and... Because, mm. I mean, like, okay, be honest with yourself. Be truthful. But you kind of broke it down a little bit differently. Go mm. into that. I, I talk about the undeniable truth and the undeniable truth is there is nothing that somebody sees with Isaiah Michael Joyner that he doesn't know. And I think sometimes people are like, oh, I feel like I know this about him. I know. <laughs> I know. You ain't got to tell me. And I know that you can tell me more than anything by what you say or do to me, right? Mm. So sometimes if I sit back and I listen, somebody will say something, dear friends, or and, I, and I'm like, oh, that's what you think about me, uh, right? Uh, got it. That is so true. People will always tell you what they think when they're just casually talking. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, oh, my God, you're so smart, whatever. But then they're like, girl, don't listen to her. Yeah. She never, yeah. See, her point ain't, you know. So that person right there, right. You know she don't be knowing what she's talking about. Right, that's the discreditor in the room. Ah. You always, so when you start sitting back and listening, you always know what people think. Mm-hmm. And you, but that's fine. I think you also have to be to the point of knowing also who you are, right? And in order to know who you are and where you are, you have to be truthful with yourself. And so the undeniable truth came out of me saying just a call to action and people to be true. Mm-hmm. And I, and I was, I shared some of my truths first. I shared that I love to drink. Mm-hmm. I love, I love, I love to drink. Right. Mm-hmm. So you would have had those lima Rita's, but she was just too hungry to drink. 
And probably exactly. hung over because you had a party I, Or I would love to have a glass right now, but right. I'm just, I'm not but having one. We're not one. doing yes. that today because exactly. we're trying to get our mind right. Exactly. But, <laughs> and sometimes, and I use sometimes drinking as the excuse to just be able to have fun, right? Oh. And so, I, as many of us do, but that's my truth. Mm-hmm. My truth is that I spend more than I save. Mm-hmm. My truth is that currently, mm-hmm. I live at home with my mama. Why? Because when I started my company and after a while, the landlord was like, I'm going to sell this. And where did I have to go? I have nothing in savings. That's my truth, right? But I don't mind sharing my truth mm-hmm. because I know the truth is temporary. Mm-hmm. And the long lasting truth is something else, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I'm able to separate the two, I'm able to live with my truth Ooh. and I'm able to share it. Wow. You, you know? Listen, well, it, well it's funny because so now we're going into um, how you're balancing out your career, your relationships. And you're mental. Mm. We'll do the rating at the end, but okay. like right now, how are you feeling about your career? I am feeling confident. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling grateful. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling that, as I said, the best is yet to come. Mm-hmm. And what about your relationships? Ooh. How are you dealing with personal or like sexual relationships? Both. Or? both. You know, I'm, I like yeah. to get a little messy. So, I mean, I uh. like, to, I always start with like, okay. You know, how me and my friends doing? Like, you know, I can call them. They feel good. They're not exhausted when I... Because I remember when I was exhausting my friend. Right. Now I've narrowed it down to two people I can exhaust. Right. (laughs) I'm like, she doesn't mind me exhausting her. That's considerate of you. (laughs) But also because she's going to turn around and say, look, this is my time today. Mm -hmm. Can you listen? And I have to do the same. But um, that and then there's like just relationships with, you know, sexual, physical, all that stuff. Right. Where you at? I am so first on a friendship mm-hmm. um, platonic level. I am I am the friend who actually I always want to go above and beyond, right? Mm-hmm. And um, that's for family, that's for whoever. And so on that level of friendship, I'm consistent. Mm-hmm. But because I'm so consistent with that, I have to know when I have to put guardrails up. Oh, and I have yes. to learn when to say yes and when to say no. And so I'm doing much better at that. Take notes on that one. When to say yes and when to say no, because that's very key. You'll be mm-hmm. you'll be depleted. And I found myself being depleted, um, being a being a slave to yes, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I'm sure. What yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was leaving with nothing. And so on a friendship and um family level, I've learned when to be like, nope. Mm-hmm. Or I ain't just going to respond to that text. Why? Right. <laughs> I'm getting so bad at that. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> and especially with, with me, it's a little different because I'm in a service industry job, right? You mm-hmm. are too, though, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when you own, when you are in service, people always expect you to be in service. Right. So I have to shut down the service and be like, not today. Right? Okay. But that does not. Every Monday, I send out a group. Um, I send out a morning inspirational text that comes to my heart from God. Mm -hmm. I send it out every Monday to a group of people, right? That's my consistency to friendship. Are you going to start putting that in like an emailer? So like we can get this. Some people say that. A lot of people say that. Um, I I could, but uh, yeah, that could be one of my seven revenue streams, right? Right. Here we go. (laughs) But I do it um, because of out of consistency. So I'm consistent. When I think about friendships, I think about where I am and relationships, Mm -hmm. I'm consistent. Mm -hmm. Um, When I think about personal, like, um, dating, mm-hmm. I'm surrendering. I Tell, what does that surrender? Hmm. So what that means is that I am open to I, I'm dating someone, 
And oh, one person. One okay. person, yes. I, I, this I, is New York City. You can yeah. you, dating is like, you know, yeah. someone in every borough. And right. like I've had that fun mm-hmm. and it's hard to turn it off. So that's why I'm surrendering to um really being focused with one person okay. and realizing more than anything that um surrendering like you just like that person you want to focus on them or surrendering like you know what this is something i want to do for my own mental surrendering because a person is good to me gotcha and we have okay. something going on okay but i get in my way of thinking what else is out there never satisfied Always looking for what else. Uh-huh. That's me, right? That's just and men. so <laughs> I can. I don't want to block what has been provided for, mm-hmm. and I can't have on a vision board. I want to date, mm-hmm. and then when the dating knocks on my door, and or I want to, I want a significant other and a companion, and then when that companion knocks on my door and our paths align, mm-hmm. then I try to derail the train, right? Because then what happens? I believe you send the message to the creator, like, no, I'm good, right? Or I'm ungrateful. Mm. So when I say I'm surrendering, because this year is my year of exceeding expectations and growth, I need to grow. And I need to say, well, there is other things out there. Mm-hmm. But in this moment, I don't need those other things. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with this. Do you think you can grow if you just have a bunch of people that you're dating? Or it's just totally different? It's all about energy, right? Mm-hmm. And so you spread that energy too thin. No, you can't grow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Right, because this person likes this. This person likes to drink. This person likes to watch a lot of movies. And dating this you should like, do yeah. when you're like trying to figure it out. But what level of dating? And I'm not right. the dater who can just be like, oh, I'm going on a date with this person tonight. And then tomorrow night, I'm going with someone. Like, I start to date the same way, right? Mm-hmm. We cooking in the house. We Like, we play house really quick, right? Mm-hmm. And so for me, and so because of that, that dating is a lot of time and energy because if I'm doing that with multiple people, mm-hmm. That and we're not even just talking about we're not talking about sexual, right? We're just talking about time, right? right. And mm-hmm. so with that time and energy and that level of dating I like, for me, I haven't mastered being able to date multiple people at the same time. Me neither. So <laughs> I'm in a space right now when dating of surrendering mm-hmm. um and seeing what the possibilities will be and not fighting it. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So how is your mental, how is Isaiah's mental and physical? I mean, Ooh. you went to the gym. Yeah. You came in, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it seems like the energy is great, but like, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. I feel good. Health wise, health is important to me. Mm-hmm. Health, you know, how they say health is wealth. It is mm-hmm. true. Um, and for me, being a young black gay guy, right? Um in New York City, um, where, you know, the rate of STDs and everything else mm-hmm. is whatever, right? It's high, especially for Black and Hispanic. Um, but for me, it is one of those things that I'm grateful for that I've always just put my health first. And so when okay. we talk about relationships, we talk about dating, we talk about sexuality, um, it is one of those things that health has always come first for me. And Good. so I maintain a healthy life um, and not just about sexual health. Right. But I also maintain a healthy life with daily vitamins, workout. I could eat better. Mm-hmm. I could put down a booze a little bit more, which right. I'm working on. But um, you only get one life. You I want to be that person. I was when I used to work at Essence. There was a woman there, and she would walk in the room and she would glow. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because she just went on vacation. Mm-hmm. It was because she just had an inner glow, and the inner glow, honestly, a part was probably her health. Right? I want to be that person. I want to right. glow when people see me. Like, 
I want God's light first, right? Mm-hmm. And then I want that light also to be radiant because of my health. And okay. so, yeah. Like so that. healthy. And then on the mental note, mental is key for me. Mm-hmm. Mental is, I will, um, I will give to mental organizations, like mental nonprofit organizations in the near future. Uh, my family definitely deals with mental health. Mm, mine too. Um, mm-hmm. And it's funny because I used to think, <laughs> I used to think, it was just like my mom's side, right? Where I was right. like, you know, <laughs> that's because it's over that side. Yeah, it's I was not like, over here. Yeah, and I used to, and I used to because, but those were my mom's side. Um, and my family, like my grandfather, we knew that he was bipolar, right? Mm-hmm. But he was diagnosed, and we knew those things, right? Um, and so we talk about it, right? We have we have that type mm-hmm. of healthy dialogue about mental health. But then I realized on my father's side there's some mental going on that they don't talk about. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, right. so both sides are plagued with mental issues. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 I mean, let's be clear, most of us are, right? Right. And mental is just not about we need medicine, mm-hmm. but mental is also um, how we don't check ourselves, our egos, our insecurities. Um, and so if you don't check all that and you keep bagging it on and adding it on, um, you can be really in a bad mental space. So for me, I talk about all the time. My mental is good because I make sure I do the mental work. And the mental work is making sure that I do things that make me feel good. Mm-hmm. I hang around people that uplift me. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk about it when I don't feel good. I don't hold it in. Mm-hmm. I never hold it in. Mm-hmm. Ever. But without being like exhausting mm-hmm. to the person. Just like, I find somebody in I find, the right space. Mm-hmm. I find an ally and somebody mm-hmm. that I can just say, girl, let me talk to you about this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, let me share with you. And they can make some sense of the conversation. I have just, you always, I have a divine nine, right? There are mm-hmm. nine people, almost like the Greek organizations, right? right? <laughs> there are nine people in my life who I can call at any moment and get some piece of trusted advice from. I don't call... I won't call one about the relationships. I may call somebody else, but mm-hmm. my divine nine, the mental is important. And I believe the mental is important because also after you shared, you got it off your chest. It's important to be able to affirm yourself. Wow. And affirm by words, right? Words mm-hmm. of affirmation and making sure that you really handle your mental mm-hmm. by speaking it. Because once you think it and you start speaking it, then so you shall be it. Mm-hmm. And then write it. Right? You got to write, write it. You got to write it. Think it, think it, write speak, it. Think it, speak it, write it. Yeah, think ah, it, speak it, write it. Think it, speak like it, write it. it. Think it, speak it, write it. Yes. All right, so now you have to rate yourself. So we have, you know, since it's all about music with myself, you have to give a, we're going to give you an emoji. I'm, mm-hmm. You love soulful music, so mm-hmm. I'm going to give you Erica Badu emojis. Okay. And you get to rate your career, your relationships, and your overall health with these emojis. So. Okay. You're I think I'm getting have, this. You get it? All wait, right. I'm waiting. No, explain. So you're going to have three emojis. You're okay. going to have the Badu face that's like not really like not doing that well with it. And then we're going to have a middle one. You know, she gives the best shade of all time. She yeah. gives the like, you know, and then we have the happy, which she always has a happy face. So the happy, you have the I think the we should switch shade. up too, though. I and think, then, what, 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 is this I think, Sagittarius? We think we should switch it up. Yeah, what, this, what are you trying to do over here? What is it? This give, is so me to be in control, right? <laughs> this is, I think, I think we should, no, I like the layout. I just think the faces. I think mm-hmm. Erica, and I think of her, um, who I love dearly. Yes. Um, I think Erica, I think she has bad bitch face, right? Like, mm-hmm. just like. I'm bad. I can walk mm-hmm. into the room. Absolutely. Very elusive, right? You don't know mm-hmm. what. You, and then I think she has a second face. I think Erica has mm-hmm. is uh, let's then we could do shady, right? Okay. I and then we could see. do happy. Like, I think the first two before were not like. So we should just do two. 
Let's just do two. Let's just do two. Let's do two. Because <laughs> I kind of feel like she goes into two. We, we're going to compromise on this yes. one. Okay. Career. What are we giving? Which Erica Badu face are we giving? Happy. Happy. Yes. Okay. For your relationships, what are we going to give? Happy. Happy. Okay. Yeah. And for your overall health, mental health, physical health, what are you going to give? Happy. Okay. Shit, I ain't gonna lie. I'm you happy. are balancing this <laughs> yes. out. Yes. Go. Yes. Trifecta. Absolutely. I love it. And that doesn't mean that I don't have areas to improve on, but right now where I am, I'm happy. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much Thanks for, for having me. For being on the show. And how can we find you and your podcast? Well, Crystal, you told me before this podcast started that I have very low um <laughs> or I should be I have very low involvement on social media. So I don't even know if I should share that. <laughs> But yeah, I told well, they, can, they can follow your podcast. Yes, and I told Crystal that low. Remember this, y'all. Low visibility, high high profile. Low profile, high visibility. Right. So we want to operate on a low visible. Uh-huh. People don't need to see us, mm-hmm. so we can operate on a high altitude and be at our higher selves. So that doesn't work for me. However, for you, <laughs> you're thriving in that. For me, I just want to post every hour. Oh so my god, every in. hour? No, 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 not hour, just like every two hours. Oh, um, but no. <laughs> I can be found on Instagram. So it's Isaiah I-S-A-I-A-H Michael J. Okay. Or um wait, how to juggle. So how to juggle the struggle also on Instagram. Those and my on two. iTunes, podcasts. Oh, podcasts, How to Juggle the Struggle. Mm-hmm. iTunes, How to Juggle the Struggle. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. <laughs> he'll also be doing some parties in New York if you follow him. I'm DJing one of them. You are. Yes, you know. It'll be, the podcast will be out by the time, but. We'll know, talk about it. We'll talk that. about it. Yeah, they'll Andy hear about Hoo-Hoo. it. Yes. Follow us. Anyway, so thank you for being my guest. Thank, thank you, you for, Crystal. Yeah, thank you for tuning in to Music Men. In my mental, I'm Cedar Bone. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow us, do all the great things. And um, you can also email us at musicmeninmymental at gmail. If you want to ask some questions, some topics, you know, you're struggling, you need a, a juggle, <laughs> you need to balance this trifecta, let us know. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in and see you next time.